Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hi guys, welcome back to the Spurred On podcast. It's Thursday and this is going to be the Crystal Palace preview. However, there has been some big news in the press this morning and from a credible source, Miguel Delaney in The Independent says that Tottenham are very much looking to spend the majority of their transfer money this summer for looking at a wide forward and more particularly, they're looking at either Pedro Neto Neto, sorry, or uh, Eberichi Eze from Crystal Palace. So Neto from Wolves or Eze from Palace. And um, you'll know if you are a regular follower of this channel that I've been talking about our need to look at proven Premier League pacey wingers with kind of dribbly winger attributes to really make the most of the Ange system. And I've talked a lot about Neto, Eze and Elise. Now, some of the talk is that also Manchester City are heavily interested in Eze. That interests me because last summer, Manchester City went hard for Michael Elise, as did Chelsea. That's Eze's teammate at Crystal Palace, another fantastic talent who has been ripping it up in the Premier League. But I do wonder whether now, because of Elise's injury proneness, he's had a lot of injuries this season, whether maybe Manchester City are stepping back from looking at him and instead looking at Eze. And then also... Delaney talks about how Pedro Neto is interesting Arsenal, but he gives a caveat that he says that he thinks Arsenal are going to look to spend most of their money in other positions. So could that free up an opportunity for us to go and get Neto? Obviously, he had an unbelievable performance against us at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium just a couple of Saturdays ago, but I do love him as a player, explosive and uh, incredibly smart on the ball, very, very kind of football brainy. Just pace to burn and also a great finisher and great kind of cutter back 
player when he gets to the byline, as we saw as he absolutely uh, threw Emerson Royal for a hot dog against Spurs and then laid in Gomez for the finish. So I love that we're finally getting credible sources linking us to some of these big names. I think similar to what we did when we spent 60 million to get Richarlison a couple of summers ago. I think Levy and Big Ange and Johan Langer are realising that they're going to have to get someone, at least one player, in those wide forward positions who is proven and ready. We obviously spent a lot of money on Brennan Johnson, who is still raw potential and has played many more games this season than I would suggest he or Big Ange would have expected. And I think he will become an absolutely brilliant, vital player for Tottenham Hotspur. But obviously, it's clear we need a game changer. In fact, Big Ange even said it after that Wolves game in his press conference. He said, we're very much a team at the moment. We don't have one individual game changer who can really do that for us. And I think that's why they are sniffing around these potential deals. Delaney also says in his article that because of Pedro Neto's uh, injury record, uh, he also got a bad injury out for about five months this season, that Tottenham would look to make this a kind of appearance-based Deal Now, this seems like, um, you know, best laid plans for Daniel Levy. Of course, he'll always try and make the best out of any deal he possibly can. And if he could get him on an appearance-based deal where, obviously, they spend a lump sum, let's say 30, 40 million, and then the rest of maybe the 20 or 30 million based on how many appearances he makes each season for the club. But I'm not sure why Wolves would allow us to do that realistically. They're going to have other clubs sniffing around Neto and therefore they will wait until somebody comes in with the deal that is best for them rather than best for us. But for me, just to kind of end this point on this article by Miguel Delaney, it's really important that we are being credibly linked with some of these kind of bought and ready players, kind of out of the box ready, players who we can slot into our first team and will make the difference. And I really think Neto or Eza would would do that. They would make the difference and I would like to see a sniffing around Elise as well. So I just wanted to start with that one before I go on to the Crystal Palace preview. Guys, as ever, before I go on to that, thank you so much for watching and listening to this. Please do press that like button if you're watching on YouTube. Please do subscribe and go over as well if you're watching on YouTube to the podcast platforms. Type in the Spurred On podcast. Give me a follow or a subscribe over there really helps. And of course, vice versa. If you're listening on the podcast platforms, come over to YouTube, youtube.com forward slash at Barnaby Slater underscore. I've had a few questions about my um, membership options on YouTube and the Patreon membership options. At the moment, it's only a pound a month, guys. And really, at this moment in time, you're just supporting me being able to make this regular daily content for you. It's really helpful. And then as I keep saying, once we've got enough members, at the moment I've got 31 members on YouTube, so I'll be fully transparent with you. Once I get up to 50 members paying a pound a month, then I will make some members-only content, some videos just for members and Patreon members who can watch just for them. So it'll benefit you though when it gets to that. The reason I'm waiting till I get to about 50 is because I just want it to be that when I do those members-only videos, there are enough of you on it to make sure it's worthwhile. And with plenty of you in different parts of the world, it's not always going to be easy for you all to get on the videos at the same time. So I just want to make it worthwhile for everyone. But thank you so much for supporting in the meantime. Let's go back, though, to the Crystal Palace preview. Home game, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. It's not going to be easy. They've just uh, got a new manager. Roy Hodgson has obviously resigned, slash was pushed, uh, slash had a medical issue. Who knows where the real truth lies with that. He did a good job for them, but by the end, the Palace fans were not happy with the direction the board and Steve Parrish were taking. There were banners up at Selhurst Park. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And in the end, it seemed to be just about the right timing. And they've got Oliver Glasner in from Eintracht Frankfurt. Did absolute wonders at Frankfurt. Unbelievable European run. And uh, here he is at Crystal Palace. They won their first game 3-0. Before that, they drew away at Everton. And even though he was just watching from the stands, he had them in a 3-5-2 slash 5-3-2 formation, which also happens to be the formation that most teams seem to come to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium with now to really play narrow and make it difficult for us to get in behind them. So I'm very much expecting this to be a difficult game. Palace currently 13th in the Premier League. You'd have to say not that bad, realistically, for a a team with Crystal Palace's resources and budget. But the fans weren't happy with the style of play, I think, and that's why they've changed things. So they've won seven, drawn seven, and lost seven of all their games. And then I like to look at the away form table because they're coming to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and it's consistent with their overall form. They're also in 13th in the away form table. They've won three games away, drawn four, and lost six. Um, As I mentioned, they beat Burnley 3-0 at home in their first game under Oliver Glasner. And that's impressive because they didn't have Eze, they didn't have Elise, they didn't have Gay, their captain, and also an England international centre-half. Didn't have Will Hughes, who's an important player for them as well. Their previous five results, one all, uh, sorry, other than the Burnley game, one all away at Everton, as I said. That's a great result at Goodison Park. We could only draw their their two-all. They lost 3-1 at home to Chelsea before that. They lost 4-1 away to Brighton before that. Uh, They beat uh, Sheffield United 3-2 at home, and then previous to that, they lost at the Emirates 5-0 to Arsenal. Now, obviously, it's a completely new management structure, and they will have the new manager bounce, so it's not worth going too much into those, but obviously the Arsenal away game and the Brighton away game, two teams who try and play in a similar way to Ange, kind of expansive, quick, one and two touch football through the lines, making space to make chances. So it shows that if we can play at our best and pull them out of a a narrow, deep block position, then there will be opportunities for for Spurs to score many goals. But I don't doubt that they will be narrow. They will sit on the edge of their 18-yard box. And similar to Wolves, they will try and smash us on the break with the likes of Ayu and Eza if he's going to be fit. Which brings me to the team news. Uh, Anderson and Eza are expected to be fit. I'm doing this video before the press conferences come out, but they are expected to be fit. Eza hasn't played for a while, though, so whether he would start may be deemed unlikely. Maybe they'll be, they won't want to risk him too much because they had a... They had a, a terrible moment where they risked Elise uh, coming off the bench recently and he had a recurrence of his injury. So they won't want that to happen to Eze. But still, uh, Elise, because of that injury, and Gay and Decore expected to be out. Will Hughes also rumoured to be back for this game. For Spurs, Destiny Udoggy expected to be fit for this one after missing Wolves, but lots of doubts over Pedro Porro still, which brings up 
If Pedro Porro doesn't play, will he stick with Emerson Royal playing right back? Um, where, you know, defensively he is decent, but obviously doesn't offer us much going forward in that inverted central midfield role? Or would Big Ange potentially take a risk? By which you could look at, could Dragushin come in at centre-half and Christian Romero play at right-back? Now, he's not played right-back regularly, maybe not even at all, certainly not for Spurs, but he would be comfortable on the ball in all positions. He'd defend well and he'd be comfortable in midfield because he's very, very good on the ball, but I'm not sure. It's an idea, but it seems unlikely that Big Ange would push for that one. Another op- option, of course, could he bring Oliver Skip in at right-back or Pierre-Emile Hoiberg in at right-back, who, of course, would do a job in the midfield aspect of it, but how would they be fixed having to defend back against the pace of, say, Ayu uh, or if Eze came on um, breaking down that left? So it'll be interesting to see, having watched that Wolves game and how we didn't make that many chances whether he's willing to take a, w- a risk in that right back. I'm afraid to say my team that I'm going to give you that I predict Big Ange will pick shows that I think he'll stick with Emerson Royal. It's important to him to, uh, I think, to Big Ange to uh, give players the benefit of the doubt if they're hard workers and they train well, that he will stick them in their right positions rather than looking at square pegs in round holes. So my team prediction is Vicario, Royal, Destiny Udogi to come back in at left back, then Romero and Van der Ven at centre half, Bissouma, Pat Matassar and James Madison in the three in midfield. And I think he'll stick with Sonny out on the left, Richarlison in the middle and Deki Kulisevsky on the right. There is an argument to bring Sonny into the middle and maybe move Richarlison out on the left or Sonny in the middle and maybe go with Werner on the left because Richarlison did not have a great game against Wolves, particularly with his back to goal. But again, I think he'll stick at it. I think he will stick with that team. Uh, Just a few little stats before I go. Spurs have already lost two home London derbies this season. In fact, our home form is much worse than our away form. We've lost four at home and only lost two away this season. That's why I feel like this is going to be a very dangerous game. Of course, Spurs are on their kind of record run of 37 games in a row having scored a goal so if you're a betting man put some money on Spurs scoring in this one but also once again both teams to score a good bet eight games with no clean sheet for Tottenham Hotspur so I would bet on Crystal Palace getting something probably from a set piece unless Millie Jedinak has been doing a lot of hard work in these two weeks because our set piece defending has been angsty finally my prediction for the score I'm actually not very confident this time I think Glasner will get them going. I think it might be 2-2 and a very difficult watch. I hope I'm wrong, but I think they'll play narrow and tight and deep. And it won't be easy. But anyway, let me know what you think the score will be in the comments and what your team predictions are. Thank you once again for all of the support. Please do press like and subscribe and uh, go over to the podcast platforms. If you're watching on YouTube, press subscribe or follow there. It's really helpful. But most importantly, come on you Spurs.